Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show, back at it again, episode number 81, an episode that, if the legends are true, will bump into John during the Olympics and <laughs> enjoy a hearty meal at McDonald's. Oh, uh, man. Uh, really just a legendary episode. What a throwback. Around. What a throwback. Uh, that was episode one. That was episode it? one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. And some people Maybe say that's two. Still, Maybe two. I think it was one. It was one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, because I remember it being at your house. Yeah. And people have definitely said that's still one of their favorite I remember you were really, you were really sweaty, too. Cause you had, yeah, because uh, I had rollerbladed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Uh, Justin Morissette with you once again. And with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And? And Jeff Ayette. Welcome, Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. Now, we normally don't, we don't start with sports like right away, but just because you're here, obviously you're a Leafs guy. I just, I wanted to just like jump into it right away. How much do you hate Steve Dangle? <laughs> Steve's cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hate him a lot. <laughs> we're, we're just engaging in feuds right Absolutely. off the Absolutely. I, mean, I, I, I wanted Jeff on the record on this. I know he actually likes Steve, but I just wanted to see if I could brainwash Look, I'm him. I'm sure into Steve being is like, a nice boy. I don't think he is, actually. <laughs> I'm I think sure he's a, piece he's a of fine shit. human in real life. I doubt it. This is the bit that you were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the bit this I was saying. I wanted to make Jeff out. feel uncomfortable right off the top. All right. Yeah, no, I'm going to be bo- accomplished. <laughs> I'm going to be real boring here. I've known him since I was like 15, 16 years old. He's cool. Is he a nice boy in real life? Yeah. There we go. See, looks like I'm right once again. Is his wife a bridge troll? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I haven't feuded with him in a while. It's been like a few episodes, Stepping so we got to step it up. I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it is episode 81. Phil Kessel, our boy. I, you were a big Kessel fan too, yeah. right? Yeah. J- of course. Just a little. Just a yeah, little. How could you not be, right? And so I was saying before the episode, this is how you know you're living in Vancouver because uh, I have another Phil Kessel story. Uh, I got a Leafs jersey for my birthday a while ago. This is going back probably five years now. And I decided I wanted to get Kessel's name and number put on the back. So I took it into a store. <clears throat> they had to send it away uh, to like Edmonton to get it stitched or something. So it took like three weeks. What they store was this? Uh, Game On Sports or whatever. Or Yeah, Game On. It's in Langley. You're on a Cyclone Taylor. This is back when I lived in White Rock. Ah, so. okay. So I went out there. They sent it away. Three weeks later, they call me. We got your jersey. I'm like, awesome. Go into the store. They pull it out. Kessel, 82. And I was like, are you... I, the guy literally... And I'm not like... I don't get mad about anything. This this place, the store was about 20 minutes from my house. So I had to drive out there to get it. And I he pulled it out of the back. And I literally was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I actually said that to this guy in the store. And he was like, what? And then he like looked at it. And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> And I was like, seriously, I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, you know, we send it to Edmonton. Usually, like, the people where we send the stitching, like, they're not hockey fans. They just do what's on the sheet. And he, like, looked at the receipt, and he wrote 81, but it was, like, a it slightly been a kind of... Was it handwritten? Yeah, it was, like, the yeah, old so school... Like, it had like, a little curl. Yeah, yeah, so they just thought it was, line like, an on 82. The bottom. And I was like, okay, fine, like, whatever. Mistakes happen. How did no one see this? Like, why did I have to drive here <laughs> to tell you that this is the wrong number? And the guy's like... Oh my God. He's like, do you want to keep it? Like, he's like, we're going to have to get a new Jersey, like bought and made <laughs> up or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't want to keep it. I'm like, you're an embarrassment. 
I think they ended up giving me like a gift card to the store, but it was so funny. I was like, oh my God, really? 82? Come on. You get yeah. a Gretzky 98 with the gift Yeah, exactly. Card. Yeah. Crosby 86. Yeah, yeah it was a good, uh, good time. So, I yeah. Guess so Crosby would have been 81, technically, if they made the same mistake. Or 84. Or sorry. Yeah. 84, maybe. 84. I'm just oh, because of the numbers. Yeah. You're, you're thinking How of the numbers. You screw that up oh, the I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Could be an 89 as well. Yeah, yeah an 89 right. with like a little, yeah, like a little curve on yeah. the on the nine. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so that's my Kessel. That's my Phil Kessel story for this episode, and and the McDonald's story, which I wish was real, lives forever in infamy. Did I say that he autographed my Big Mac box? Oh, uh, fries! So. Yeah, oh, yeah. your fries, fries package. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what a time! Well, Justin and I like believe. I mean, I didn't really know you that well back then. That was like the second time I've ever met you, and I was like, "Well, he's not gonna lie to me." I yeah. Well, I mean, he's a straight shooter. <laughs> that's right. I shoot straight, boys. It, it was a lie, though. It, it very much was. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're trying to reignite some beefs here, obviously. I, I will. I love to reignite but, beefs. But that's well, only I, because I, you're, be- s- you're settling a feud later tonight. That's true. I am settling. Yes, I am settling a feud tonight with the Two and Out CFL podcast. Myself and John Fraser will be reuniting tonight. And uh, I thought that feud was already kind of settled. Going to be emotional. Well, it was settled in the fact that they were huge pussies and just <laughs> and just basically like agreed that we were better. <laughs> right from the start they're like oh yeah we're not gonna feud with these guys they clearly have bigger dicks than us and could beat us all up well i don't know about that well okay they have longer foreskins than us and uh you know whatever so like anyway yeah we're officially gonna bury the hatchet it's been amicable for a while but it has been amicable for a while but tonight we will officially bury the hatchet so in this case i need to take that hatchet out of the uh, ground. You have a spare hatchet. And use it on and now. use it on Steve. Dangle. We should do some. Uh, what about geeks versus nerds? West Coast. Oh Gosh. yeah, we got it. Yeah, that was well. Fuck. Don't even get me started on geeks versus nerds. Reignited and it feels so good. Uh, I mean, we could. Uh, there was another beef though that we haven't talked about. We saved it from the bonus episode last week. Oh. The Lee Powell beef. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't even talked about Which, that. Which, Jeff, you used to be the managing editor of CanucksArmy.com. Yes. So do you have any altercations with Lee Powell in the past? Uh, no. No. None whatsoever. Because he seems very mean to the writers <laughs> and editors of CanucksArmy.com. Well, uh, I mean, to such an extent where uh, talking to Jackson, he didn't even know that Lee used to be a radio guy. He just thought he was a crazy person from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when I was running it, the only feedback I'd ever get from anyone is "fuck you, you're from Toronto, go away." So, um, so I, I got, I got a, di- I got a different type of. Uh, <laughs> They're not wrong. I mean, everyone, everyone's always a little jealous of the center of the universe, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I never really had to deal with that. It was more. It was more I'd go and I'd sweep up anything that would go against the other writers, make sure that it was all gone. But I can't I can't remember anything of Lee's specifically from my time. I feel like that distance makes you more of an impartial observer, though, which is kind of beneficial. I but mean, you, you have like a rooting interest in the Canucks also. Yeah. I mean, I grew up watching them, too. So it, it was like it was always taken by some people as, oh, I'm, he's just looking for a new role, but it was, I mean, a little bit of that because there was an opening, but at the same time it was, I've wanted to write about the Canucks for a while and it's your, within, it's your West with, coast team. They were my West coast team, grew up a huge Pavel Bure fan, grew up a huge Marcus Naslin fan, so on and so forth. Um, I might be the only person, um, South of Ottawa, I guess now in Ontario who, uh, who likes Alex Burroughs. Um, <laughs> quick yeah. turnaround on that one too, by the way. 
That was quite the uh, sea change that happened in oh, one with the game. Oh, with Ottawa fans? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, kind of weird how that works. He's good now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how uh, how players scoring goals for your team. It's like you said with Brad Marchand. He was like always the guy that you're like, no, even if he was on my team, I would hate him. And then he scored 30 goals. And you're like, well, we, could use, a, we could use a <laughs> we guy like that. that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, bold move on Ottawa's part, giving him a... An A right off the bat. Oh, did they? An alternate I didn't even notice that. Was he even game. an A here? Yeah, uh, he was. Oh, yeah, was he? he had yeah. been. Um, and they were very glowing about his defensive game in practice after after practice this morning, saying he does all of the little things. Did he go? Uh, did he go into the with. dressing room and uh, take over the stereo, or what's uh, <laughs> what kind of leadership are we talking about here? Did you see Burrow's dad though? And he looks exactly like. Oh yeah, like like they look exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've hair. seen him on the road trips. The yeah. dad trips. He looks identical. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, we have a lot in common because uh, I I faked being a Canucks fan to be in a blogging competition. So <laughs> you and I are both like Toronto guys that have made their way gone undercover, made their made their way on the backs of the uh, of the terrible franchise and, that calls Vancouver and home. Tom also now here's the question for Canucks <clears throat> Army also as Pardon? well. So there's that. Oh yeah, too. exactly. Yep. Here's the question though: Did you win the blogging competition? No, I did not win the blogging competition. I lost to Steve in the KT. I wonder what he's up to these days. <laughs> Probably dead. Chilling in the KT. <laughs> Steve in the KT. So this is so okay. So they they decided to pick four winners. Yeah. So they picked uh, they picked Bowman, Stanchion, okay. Cam Charon. Yeah. And then there was this one guy in the blogging competition who's like blogs made no sense, like way off the wall, doing really weirdo shit. Like I can't even really remember like exactly. <laughs> like real psychedelic yeah. ahead of its time. <coughs> I don't know if ahead Avant-garde of its time. Avant-garde blogging. I don't think it was in anyone's time. <laughs> I think it was just like, anyway, weird vibe. And apparently the story was that Jeff Chapman loved him. Like thought he was just the because I remember like two days before they decided the winner of the competition, I was talking with like Wyatt and Bowman, and we kind of thought that we might have a chance. Like the three of us were all kind of pumped, and and I one of them had insider knowledge and was like, "Well, Stephen the KT is winning for sure." And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, like Chapman just loves him." So what so, was so weird about is I can't even re- like it was just like it what I don't know. I honestly can't remember. This is going like five years back now, but anyway. It's fine. I didn't want to write about the Canucks just, forever. Just more beef. That you but have. the province would have been fine. But that was probably when that was probably why Justin started following me because I was in that. No, I believe <laughs> I believe uh, I believe you started following me when I oh. wrote for Canucks Army. Also, oh maybe. So we're all remember. just a bunch of Canucks Army contributors around. I guess there. that's true. How about you? When I started following you? No, no. When you <laughs> when you wrote <laughs> when for you, Canucks Army? You, when did you write for Canucks Army? I did like a they, they did like a round table. Oh really? And you I, actually did? I was yeah, joking. Yeah. No, okay. no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, yeah, it was like. So we've all ago. written for Canucks Army. Yeah. What a terrible sight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lee Powell is like a former Vancouver radio guy. Right, right. Sorry. Get yeah. Get back to. And well, I wanted to fight him. Yeah, he's like. I, a, I was going to challenge him to a street fight. Uh, which, if I did that, uh, we'd probably sell tickets to that, don't you think? To you fighting Lee Powell? Yeah, I feel like that would be a big. Oh, draw. and Stefan and I are the commentators. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. are you are you doing a segue here? I certainly am. Okay, because yeah. we didn't really explain. Well, the we're going to come back to it after oh, we sell some to tickets to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, we have new ad copy. Yeah, let's exactly. get into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Stefan, you and I have obviously proven in the past we're very good at reading new ad yeah. copy. And if we were going to sell tickets to this Justin Morris at Lee Seat Powell, Geek is the smartest. Sorry, we would go ahead. Probably resell copy. Real good show, March twenty seventeen. 
the best place to buy and sell tickets to sports and concert events. It's the Seat smartest way. Geek is the smartest way to find hockey tickets this season. Like a pheasant, there's nothing like being behind the glass. Wow. Isn't it under the glass or is it behind yeah, the glass? Yeah, under it's the, under the glass. Yeah. yeah, but for the biggest matchups of the year and with Seat Geek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want. For a great value. I like that you knew that I wanted you to finish that sentence. Well, we all have the SeatGeek app yeah. on our phones, and it's by far the easiest way we've found Absolutely. to buy hockey tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I'm instantly finding seats for this weekend or any game this season. Jeff, now, can Jeff, you think of anything else that you can just get with a few taps? No. Exactly. <laughs> SeatGeek.com is the only website with trademark few taps. Uh, to and a you, ticket. You've been picking up some tickets to events. You were at a Whitecaps game the other night. You score those through uh, the fine folks at SeatGeek? I, uh, I searched on SeatGeek first. And then I you, won't finish and then the rest you got of the, the tickets sentence. there. Yeah, no, so. <laughs> and then you bought them because with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites like other pieces of shit that we all know and hate. <laughs> Prices can vary depending on where you shop. But SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket there is given a grade based on value. That's you right. will immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket that you buy on SeatGeek. There was a different bullet point. There was a third bullet point. There are 100% guarantees <laughs> Jesus. you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. All right. Well, I'm going to say this next I'm trying to speed then. this along. You right. say it. Uh, <laughs> best of all, my listeners... I guess it's our listeners. You're double mic. I say my listeners. Putting my mic in Stefan's mouth. Get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Call to action must read. Only Stefan's listeners, though. Yeah, so only if mine. you're my listener, don't you don't get a rebate. To get your $20 rebate on the tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, click add a promo code, enter the promo code real good. Real good. And SeatGeek will send you $20 either in the mail or to your email after you've made your first purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code... Real, Real good, good today. today. Perfect. There we go. Real Great. good. Well done. Okay, so Jeff, back to online feuds. What would you say your favorite online feud has been? I know you've you've had a few in your time. Yeah, and that's what makes this so hard to make. An I know, answer. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Take us back. Put us in the way back machine. Hmm. You know, honestly, there's so many of them. I'm just going to go with the most recent one. I'm yeah. very happy that Norm Kelly finally blocked me on Twitter. Norm fuck Kelly. That guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Norm yeah. Kelly sucks. A lot of Toronto people are really getting uh, like mad at the at Norm account. That doesn't he, he deny does climate run. change? Yeah, well, no. He, he's, he's fucking garbage. He, he, he's a climate change denier. He uh, doesn't believe in multicultural programs. Uh, he, try, he voted for cutting uh, homeless shelter funding this yeah, year. And, that's and the then the same fucking night puts out a, puts out a Twitter image promoting... Um, Pro, uh, promoting prom homelessness or no, it, yeah, it, it, it was it was, it, it, it was no it wasn't the two with the politic one it was a different one there where he's like where he's like eating an ice cream cone out of the winter and it's like it's never too cold for i don't remember what oh my god but it's like the same night that he that he that he voted to, to cut shit. cast people out yeah. into the cold i yeah, think he, part of it though is it's like you know how the iron sheik's twitter account it's actually he's like 80 years old and yeah totally senile and just like shits himself which all day is also like run by a toronto person isn't it, it? is yeah so i'm wondering if norm is the same way where it's just some like oh it's not norm yeah, no, it, it's interns. But then, then there's the question of why is Toronto putting money? Well, yeah. uh, why is the city of Toronto putting money into making Norm into the internet's cool dad? 
Yeah, um, yeah. When he's also literally like the opposite. Did of he that ever point. respond like, to you in this feud, or was this um, just like a one-way wrecking well, crew? Well, like literally every time he does anything on Twitter, I'll, I'll put up the list of stupid shit he's done, right. um, and normally it's ignored. And then the other the the other day, he blocked me because I I, I made it so that way the quote showed up uh, at the top of his mentions. <laughs> so whenever someone saw the tweet, they would see the list. So now it's still flying like nice. nonstop for a week. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's um, good. That's a good. That's a good move. We should do that with Lee. Like anytime he tweets, uh, we it should just set up be like, like an auto reply. Yeah, yeah, like a real yeah. good, like a link to a real good show episode. Yeah, I, I I learned that from watching people shit on politicians, and I'm like, okay, well, well this this will work here. I'm sure this will work. So then he blocked me. And then I put out a screenshot that I'm like, this is the best day of my life. Yes, um, I saw that. And then he liked it. He, like he unblocked me to like it, and then, and then blocked, blocked me again. again. Nice. So I got to be blocked twice by Norm Kelly, which very that, good. That, or that, by whatever teenage yeah. intern. Exactly. Would yes. you say hashtag Norm Kelly is actually bad? Uh, yes. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Good. Uh, so yeah, Lee Powell, we're gonna find. Item. Is that what <laughs> we were talking about? Yeah, but I was going to say uh, Sean Craig dug up a bunch of old Norm tweets from like before he had this PR firm doing his like oh, okay. cool dad tweets. Oh, the global warming ones? Or and the... like he, he's insane. He's like Chuck Grassley levels of just yeah. horrible old man shit tweets. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know who that so is. He's terrible. Sounds bad. Chuck Grassley? Yeah. The, I think he's Iowa, this uh, oh. senator from Iowa. Okay. Who had the one? Well, he's, his most famous one is uh, about there was like a grass fire or something. He's like put out the grass fire, and then it just ends with pants burn, leg wound. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, oh, and then there's the other one where he was like, we we like struck a deer on the way to like this college basketball game. Uh, <laughs> kept going. Believe deer dead. <laughs> okay. Sure. And he's like 80, and he's right. definitely doing those tweets. Yeah. Because they're incomprehensible. Yeah, Norm, so his Norm would like be that? like, yeah, Norm would be like, I went to a play the other night. It was good. Go see it. And it would right. be broken so it's like up. a Magic Johnson type. It would be type. broken up over three tweets, and they would just randomly stop in the middle of a sentence. He didn't hit a character quota, nothing. It just, right. he pressed send by accident and was like, yeah, let's go with this. Yeah, here it is. That's <laughs> awesome. This is Chuck Grassley from 2009. Work on farm, fry. Burning piles of brush. Windy fire got out of control. Thank God for good neighbor, spelled N-A-B-E-R. <laughs> he helped get under control. Pants burn, leg wound. And pants burn, leg wound <laughs> is all one word. word. <laughs> wow, this is great stuff. Um, but yeah, Lee Powell, former uh, Vancouver radio. Yeah, see, this was the guy. thing for me is like I really had no idea who he was at all. I mean, I didn't grow up here. And he'd so, been a sports reporter on CKNW from like 1989 to 1999. Right. So I moved here in 1999. I got him fired. Perfect. There you go. I think that's how it works. Oh, I want to correct myself. It wasn't believed deer dead. Here's the tweet from 2012. Fred and I hit a deer on Highway 136 south of Dyersville. After I pulled fender rubbing on tire, we continued to the farm. Assume deer dead. <laughs> that's so good. Have you ever, uh, has any of you ever killed a deer? Uh, I mean, I drove over a moose. Moose, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. The moose is already, already dead. dead though, right? It was already dead. I, Very much so. I ran over a cat and uh, it didn't die though. It just like, it was one of those like, it ran into the street so fast it was literally impossible for me to stop. And so I like so I hit it but then it like kept running across the street and then I totally forgot about it. And then like 6 months later I took my car in to get oil changed and they're like, "Yeah, we cleaned up your fender for you. You had it looks like you hit a cat or something." And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I definitely hit a cat. Thank you for pulling the cat for us. Was the cat fender. okay or? I don't know. I hope it was dead to be honest. Cats are useless. <laughs> but wow. I think it was okay. 
I assume cat alive. Assume cat alive. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Lee Powell, like out of nowhere, shit talked Canucks yeah. Army and real good show. Yeah, he just basically he kind of said that we're too negative and and we swear too much. What we the swear. fuck? Here's how, oh, here's, yeah. here's how it started. He said to Trevor K K Trevor Clark K Trevor Wilson. Uh, you need to disabuse yourself of the notion that oh. your Twitter account is of any interest. To which Trevor responded, take your own advice, asshole. <laughs> nice. Good tweet. And then he said, yeah, that's funny. That's good. You ought to be on the real good show and oh, Canucks Army go. podcast. You're so funny. At least he knew who we were. Which I I was like, we get, let's get win. that guy on the podcast and then be like, what's up, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you were right. We should definitely get him on the show. He said he Look was going to do no, it. No, not Lee. He? The guy who was swearing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then I was kind of like, wow, he's just throwing shade on us. But then part of me was like, I mean, we are funny, though. So maybe. Wow. Well, it's uh, debatable. I mean, it, from day to day, right? <laughs> like, like, is this actually a compliment? Maybe I'm reading this wrong. But uh, obviously <clears throat> I wasn't. Because, no, because he got Yeah, Sadier Shaw, stuck the in. producer of the. Um, this is very nice of him. The morning the show on 1040, and also the co host of the Canucks Army podcast, stepped in and said has been complaining about young guys doing it their way on own time in an industry that's moved past him. Just like, that's, I mean, he just destroyed him. Yeah, in so one thank tweet. you very much, Sat. That, that was very nice. And Sat, we would love to have you on the show sometime, too. Uh, and then Lee responds, some of them are doing it like crap. All <laughs> they do is quote, unquote, complain. So it works out even. It's not my fault the real good show is effluent. Yeah. Which, which means which, uh, it's like it's like sewer, it's like sewage. Yeah, basically. first of all, I thought it might have meant affluent. Which we're doing we're definitely, pretty well. well. I checked our Patreon. We're not, it's not. It's not going that bad. We're not affluent. We're not affluent, so but we're not. Much. But we're not effluent. Effluent is. You know what I mean? We're like uh, we're like sea uh, fluent. We're like in the middle. Definition of effluent here: <laughs> liquid waste or sewage discharged into a river or the sea. Well, I mean, okay, so we're like in the ocean. Certain episodes, I would say. I mean. The one where uh, we watched Labyrinth, and I just looked up all the cartoon porn. Yeah, that like probably that, wasn't that's our best. Maybe that, I don't know if Lee's a donor, so I don't know if he got that episode. But um, I don't think he's a donor. No. This is when I weighed in with, hey, Lee, I hope you get hit by a bus. Yeah, you kind of stepped it up. I uh, feel like that was Jeff, your thoughts on, is that like too, <laughs> I mean, Justin kind of just literally like Kool-Aid manned his way into the <laughs> conversation. You just got to do that sometimes. Yeah, right? I mean... Yeah. I I think I think it worked out in the end because Lee did agree to come on our podcast yeah. eventually. So we're happy to announce Lee Powell will be a guest on the show at some point. Uh, okay, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> Seth then said you lumped <laughs> me in with the Canucks Army podcast. To which Lee Powell responded, "Sorry about that. I'd be careful with the industry moving past me stuff, though. I could still do it. Sometimes it's like sure. hockey players to do with opportunity and situation. Don't take your own spot for granted." So he yeah, just our own our own fist. spot that we created. Yeah, that we can just do whatever we want on. Yeah, well, eventually he did agree that he might do the show. Sounded yeah. like less likely uh, that he would. Yeah, who cares? Okay. Yeah, was, we got it. We have. I said so- I'd be nice to him, but you know, yeah, I, but- I'd still grill him about being a dick too. <laughs> well, don't spoil it. Let's, let's not spoil it. We but his save. response was, "What would I get out of that?" Exposure yes. that you don't have. <laughs> 
Uh, we got some donors to thank. We have though. so many donors to thank. Let's play the theme song. Sure. I feel bad for Jeff. We, we, he hasn't contributed yet at all. Because we're just like, here's all of our personal shit that we're going to do for 30 minutes. You sit there and shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's how most of our episodes Yeah, exactly. Go. Do you want to sit? I should have said not, do you want to guest on our show? But hey, do you want to just sit in? Do you want to sit on the session? I'm, I, I'm very willing to have Lee Powell on the show. Absolutely. I think we all are. Okay, fire it up. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That, that we know. know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. <laughs> okay, so thank you to Bryn Hughes. $5 pledge. Is that a boy or a girl? I was just going to say the same thing. I'm no gonna, idea. I, I'm going to guess guy. Yeah, it's yeah. only one N. The only female Bryn I know is two. I've N's. known three Bryns, and they've all been guys. So. Okay, I know yeah, a Bryn guy, and I and he's the brother of a girl that I was intimate with, <laughs> and it was a single N. Okay. So this could be also a your thoughts, a, Jeff. A boy. I'm indifferent. Okay. You're indifferent to Bryns. Just in yeah, general? Yeah, of course. So if anyone's named Bryn, you're just like, whatever? I was just kind of excited <laughs> that we might be expanding our female audience. <laughs> Me too, but... I don't think we have. Probably not. Uh, but speaking actually, of that, our next donor is Kirsten Maitland. That's definitely a lady. Well, we don't know, because it is spelled <laughs> Kirsten with a... Uh, okay, I'm looking this up, actually. I'm going to stalk this person, because it's a weird <laughs> spelling, so I want to see. It could be a guy. I also just cyber-stalked Bryn, and he's definitely a boy. So that Oh, okay. That. This is a... Uh, this is... No, this is a girl. Kirsten Maitland, or at least the one I found. All right. Did I spell it right? Well, yeah, she's got a mutual friend with you, too. I know, but that mutual friend lives in northern Ontario and is a curler. So now I'm like, I'm like, maybe this is not the same person. Anyway, let's keep thanking. We're just like doxing. Brandon O'Connor also donated to the show. Our sign guy, our Uh, banner expert, Brandon O'Connor. I feel like his Twitter recently got hacked. Brandon, we're all praying for you. Boofer OC. Give him a follow. Uh, (laughs) Irvin Rodriguez, uh, famous uh, catcher for the uh, Tigers and uh, who else? Texas Rangers. Uh, Yeah. uh, Thank you. It's obvious. It's nice that we have such huge fans. Baseball Hall of Famer, Irvin Rodriguez. Pretty cool. Thank you. Our friend Fake Steinberg out in Calgary stepped up his donation to 2069 per month. Great number. It's a funny number. I think he was just trying to match. Isn't that also what... uh, what Mike, Mike Fail is pledging. I think so, yep. Yeah. And we got a $10 pledge from Justin Tillier. Welcome uh, to the fold, my friend. Welcome to the fold. You. And, uh, you know, I mean, you could have used that money to spend on coming to see me perform. But in any case, <laughs> $10 pledge is good. Uh, Steven Anderson. Oh, no, he cut his pledge. Uh, Justin, please edit that. Sure. <laughs> Uh, hey, people fall on hard times. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not blaming them. I just they shouldn't get a mention on the show for Noah Carpenter though. Thank Noah you, Carpenter. Noah. Thank you for five ninety six. I don't know what the significance of that is, but thank you, Noah. Noah Carpenter uh, is also the name and job description of that Bible guy. Yes, exactly. Noah Carpenter. Yeah. Good. Well done. We thank also you. received a five dollar pledge from Bertovo, Aaron Warner. And to that, all I can say is it's about time. Uh, okay, and then we have uh, lastly, oh, great name, yeah, Tyler some, Shaker. Some people are movers, some <laughs> people are shakers. Absolutely, <laughs> sounds like a guy who can play in the WHL, it does actually, it does. or on the RGS baseball. Hey, some team. guys are winners, and some guys are Tyler's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And mine was bad. 
and mine was bad. Well, I was well, just they can both be bad. Yeah, I was just trying to be funny, and it worked. Obviously, you guys all laughed. So. Uh, fine, but Tyler Shaker, thank you. Yeah, uh, I mean, we should also discuss. There's a lot to discuss. We technically haven't recorded in like three weeks, save for some. Yeah, bonus. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, this past Monday we made the big announcement. Yes, the real good show baseball club is up and running. (laughs) Yes, it Uh, exists. We are sponsoring a little league team this summer. Yeah, Uh, the first podcast in history to do so, and we're going to see how long we can go before a parent listens to it and demands we not sponsor their team anymore. It's like it's totally like a Russian roulette thing too, because there's some episodes where it's like, yeah, I I could see like a 12 year old being it's like okay for them to listen to, and there's other episodes where it's like, but it is this is a crime. It's a great 11. (laughs) Is, yeah. When you said 11, 12, is that how old the kids yes. are? Yes. Oh. They're not grade 11 and 12. Oh, I kind of thought it would be high school kids. Eleven. No. This is Little League, bro. I don't I, know what you think Little League I is. I mean, don't high school kids also play Little League? Nope. Nope. No? <laughs> Jeff, nope. <laughs> What's the level that high school kids are playing? It's baseball. Yeah. Oh, really? L- little they, League is... Normally you play like Premier kids. Premier League is like what they call the... The next step yeah, up. Yeah, like the Langley Blaze and the White Rock Tritons and all well, those teams. I'm glad you'll be by my side as we do the play-by-play because I apparently have a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely you do. But yeah, we've got a great team, some great names. We really lucked out with some of the kids. Oh, I yeah. mean, I don't know if they're going to be good kids or not, but their names... We've got Trenton Lyon, Orlando Lucas. And then the best of all. The (laughs) best. Jackson Boomer. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Jackson Boomer. He was born to play baseball. If he doesn't make the majors, I will shoot off my own penis. I've (laughs) I've mastered the cadence of baseball commentary. So that's all I really need. Oh, Oh, yeah. Just real slow. Yeah. Let's hear it. It's a beautiful day out here <laughs> at the park. As, so it's John F. Kennedy doing Jackson, Little League Baseball. Jackson Boomer steps up to the plate. <laughs> Boomer will see what he's got up his sleeve as he takes a swing. And uh, that's strike one for Boomer. But uh, he's going to try again here any minute now. Any <laughs> minute now? Yeah, that's what you hear on baseball commentary all the time. Down. I said I had the cadence. I didn't say I had the verbiage. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I don't know what box lacrosse is like. It's going to be pretty intense. They score like 30 goals a game when I do that tonight. Oh, that's yeah, going to be... That's gonna be out of you're, control. You're, it's you know how you do like some sets around town before like a big festival yeah, appearance. I should. This be. is this is like a warm up color yeah. commentary <laughs> appearance. Warm up gig before the RGS well, baseball said, club season. Gets I said started. to John, I was like, uh, I was like, so should I be doing? Are we doing like serious? Like, am I doing like a serious color thing and then? Uh, and then like, you know, just the odd joke here and there, or are we going like full the Ocho? And then he was like, well, he's like in the first half, definitely just the serious commentary. Like if you throw the odd joke in here, fine. He's like, then the second half, it'll be like after midnight (laughs) Saskatchewan time. He's like, if they got a big lead, we're going full Ocho. And I was like, perfect. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping for tonight. We're Can I go. call in? Yes, please. I yeah. don't know how that would well, work. I'm going to be at Justin's the Justin's going to be at the game somehow. So maybe so we'll get I a three well man booth. I swing up there at yeah. some point oh if there's God. room. I hear, yeah, I hear you're broadcasting out of a closet, basically. That's what he said. I, I don't know. Is it, So this is uh, the stealth. Yeah, the this is like National the big, Lacrosse League, yeah. and we're on Saskatchewan radio and web stream. Oh, my God. Sweet. Me. 
So someone, uh, well, I was, I was going to say someone who's listening to this now. Recording. I feel like that's you not were. Work, no, that's not going to work. But. Get someone to record it because I'm sure. Yeah, there will be some, be- some beauty. Some You yeah. were the one who really spearheaded the charge on that rivalry too. So for yeah. you to be the one who's tapped. I know. I got to bury the, the color. Like, no, it's, it's because terrible. it's because we're curling. We're curling buddies. Oh, John's okay. a big curling okay. guy, and okay. so am I. So. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for the the summer season here that we're we're going to call some, some baseball games. And put them up on the Patreon feed. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some uh, we're gonna have some shirts made. We'll have some. Uh, we're gonna obviously keep people abreast of the uh, of the schedule. Come out, watch the games with us. It's gonna be a real uh, real party. But we're gonna and call some games here, boys. for sure. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the opening weekend is the end of March. It's uh, March 29th to April 2nd is their opening tournament. So uh, join us, Hillcrest Park. And the season Park. continues until like midsummer, I'm June. Assuming? I want to yeah. say July, because then they do like an All Stars season after that. Well, but, uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. And speaking of exciting stuff, do you guys have anything exciting? To well, about? I mean, it's been a while since I've said that, but uh, we are ostensibly a sports podcast. We are. And we've ostensibly talked about sports a lot more than we typically do, but with Jeff here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about the trade deadline a little bit on the last donor episode, but yes. there were some moves made since then. And some moves that weren't made since then. So let's talk about the Leafs for a little bit first. Sure. Because we're the, both Leafs guys. I never yeah. have a Leafs support drum. I mean, so. you have a few times. Well, but barely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just stand pat and just make the one move. Yeah. And is that okay? Well, they made two moves. One was kind of, well, if you count Boyle. Oh, yeah, they traded Corrado. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Corrado and yeah for Eric yeah. Fair and I don't yeah. If you want to go back a week and call it three moves because they made that clean and move right miners yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Jeff I go guess ahead they did you make talk more first I've move. been talking this whole time you haven't said anything I don't tell, know tell me just it, it, it's a weird deadline like they're a team that could have gone in a couple of different directions they could could have gone in both directions at the same time yeah they like uh, honestly like their worst players are their vets like that i don't think anyone uh sane is disagreeing with that at this point uh they could have sold off a couple of their pending ufas they could have gone after a couple of big guys um they there there were so many ways to go with it you can go all in trust the kids you can go okay well we know where we are and we know that we're decently competitive and do something with it but instead we got the oh well there's money and we're not afraid to spend it and they made one kind of shitty cap dump move and that was really uh the end of it i, I don't think it I, I think it was underwhelming um they, they they made a bunch of moves that made sense in a vacuum like you can go and look let's start with the clean and trade okay so they got rid of a, they got rid of victor love who wasn't going to do much in this organization and they got a shutdown guy who could maybe get called up cool that makes sense on its own the brian boyle trade all right, well, Brian Boyle's a really good fourth-line center. He is exactly what Mike Babcock fetishes over. Um, maybe not necessarily what the team absolutely had to do. you think he has do. masturbated to Brian Boyle yet? I mean, I'm not going to say he hasn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> impossible to say he hasn't. Yeah. Uh, he's really big, isn't it? Isn't that he's the whole thing? Boyle, yeah. he, he's, he's like 6'6 six, six, six every night. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, no, can't, he, like, you can't teach that. Exactly. Um he like he's a guy that would help the team based on the way that that they want to run the team. Um, did they necessarily need to get him? No, they could have put William Nylander at center. They could have called up Byron Fraze. Instead, they traded Byron Fraze in the in the Brian Boyle trade. Um, is it a move that makes sense? Yes, but it makes sense with other moves attached to it. And there wasn't any further push to get any better. Right. And then and then the Corrado trade like. I've always been one to support Frankie. I think that's pretty. Uh, that's been made pretty obvious. <laughs> what? Um, no. Yes. Uh, maybe gonna, a little. You're gonna miss him. Um, 
I mean, it's going to be basically the same thing. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be playing. Did you guys hang out? Yeah. Like you guys like hung out and stuff, right? Like you guys were like really good pals and stuff. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I just think yeah, I just think he's good at the hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, like his time was up. You knew that no matter what, he wasn't going to get his opportunity. So it wasn't like oh, they traded Frankie. I'm outraged. Uh, but. They it's got kind of like they, happy to see him go where he might play. Yeah, there's that, but it's like they got a fourth round pick for two million dollars. That's not really great value. That's, no, I uh, it's, agree. And, and and what's more infuriating is listening to people going like, "Oh, this is actually a genius move because the expansion draft." Because that's literally what Leaf fans justify anything this ma- this management group does. <laughs> oh, I we know it all too well yeah. <laughs> here as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. They only signed Lucas Spisa three years ago, so they could leave him unprotected yeah. in the expansion draft. Yeah, it's a good plan. Yeah, to be yeah. Fair. literally everything is, oh, this is because expansion or, oh, they've got a super amazing cap loophole that's going to be uh, fixing this up. It's like it's like you look at Hunwick and Polak, everyone being like, oh, they're only playing them so that way they can be sold at dead- deadline. And then after the deadline, no, actually, it was OK to keep them. <laughs> they're, 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 the, they're the type of pros that you need on the team. Um, OK, so why did they sign Matt Martin? Oh, well, you know, the expansion draft, you got you, you to have someone to expose. <laughs> OK, well, now it's now it's March. You can't expose Martin. You need to go after somebody so we can protect him and leave a prospect up instead. It's like, what the fuck do you guys want? You don't know what you want. You listen to you listen to a team that does a very good job at selling a build and you don't have your own opinions. <laughs> And that's that that that's what the fan base is quickly becoming now because they see a team that improved better than they thought they would be, even though it was pretty obvious they were going to be what they are now. And to some people, to to, to anyone who was really paying attention, uh, unfortunately, most people don't pay attention. Um, <laughs> we know, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the long and short of it is, I don't think they did enough at the deadline one way or another. They could have been sellers, they could have been buyers, they could have been both simultaneously. And they made a bunch of weird sideways moves that just kind of shake things up to say, hey, we did something. Yeah. The Canucks made some weird moves, too, because they made some good they moves. They made good moves. That was weird. And you know what I'm excited for is uh, Goldobin's debut tonight playing with Brandon Sutter oh, yeah. and Jason Magna. Perfect. Putting him in the best situation to succeed. Oh, Christ. Uh, I, I do love the the like mixed communication on that front also because Benning talking about the trade immediately after it happened was like oh the problem with Goldobin down in San Jose was like he he just wouldn't they wouldn't play him in the top six and he needs to be a top six player to succeed and you know with the guys that we shipped out in the room that we created and the problems we have depth wise that won't be a problem here he's definitely 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 going to be playing in our top six and then the coach presser today where's Goldobin playing Willie third line well no you know what Willie said today was uh, even in a short practice, you could see his skill. As a new guy, he has to find a way to succeed offensively. That was Willie Desjardins saying that. As I a mean, new to, guy. To be fair, he's playing with two guys who play on uh, the first power play unit. So, I mean, it's, it's That's Jason. That's true. So they like, must be Willie good. probably thinks they must be good he's players. putting him in an opportunity to succeed. Yeah, yeah. With Magna and Sutter. Well, yeah. we know how Willie feels about Magna. Uh, oh Jason God. Botchford had by far the best tweet on that topic the other night, which is like, you know, it's good that they're, they're blowing it up, that they're sellers, and, and that down the stretch, we're really going to get an opportunity here to see what Jason Megna can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah. we haven't had that at all. It's nice to see. It's nice to see him getting a shot, that Jason Megna. And um, speaking of coaches... We have uh, we're bringing back an old segment this week. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. I mean, technically, but, uh, this took place in America, but, but it was this a is a Canadian game. guy, yeah. 
Uh, and so, uh, and it's a Canadian, I mean, you know, we think of hockey as Canadian, so this is a a, money quote. It is a money quote. This is another edition of Loonies. Toonies. And Clipperoonies. And for that, we go to, uh, Bill Peters in Carolina with, uh, an uncharacteristically aggressive evaluation of his own backup goaltender and former Vancouver Canuck, Edward Lack. Well, you got to push. The one guy's played 10 games. Eddie's played 10 games and was poor in his last outing. Let's not kid ourselves, right? There's 16 shots, four went in. Not good enough. Look at his numbers in the league. They're not good enough. So I don't think it's much of a competition. I think we've got a guy who's well ahead of the other guy. That's what I see. And the numbers back that up. So when he gets in again, you better play. You better earn some respect from your teammates. Your teammates are out there working their bag off. You better get some saves and a timely save at the right time. Wouldn't hurt. That's a little bit honest, eh? <laughs> we'll call that one. Well, it's no, it's honest. I just looked it up. You look up any goalie that's played 10 games in the National Hockey League in the top 60 and save percentage, I know who's 60. There's 30 Jesus. teams. Not good enough. And uh, they cut it off at the end. Yeah, right? they do There's cut the that one. off at the end because he looks down the hallway towards Eddie in the dressing room and just shakes his head and says, make a fucking save. <laughs> um, oh, man. Brutal. I well, mean, that uh, is there's a lot of brutality there. Holy. I think it's it's especially worse because like Eddie's probably like the nicest guy and oh absolutely i saw some takes yesterday being like people always beg for quotes like this this is the kind of like honesty and raw emotion that we want from our coaches from our athletes it's a perfect quote and i'm like yeah but like he said it about a guy that i like so that's bad well you have you have well established that (laughs) if you don't like someone literally anything can happen to them and you're fine with it that is true so if you like a guy then presumably you don't want anything bad to happen to them at all but it's like (laughs) lack has had like concussions this season though he just came back from a concussion yeah and cam ward sucks too i don't know it just seemed kind of weird yeah and i mean that's what makes it the weirdest is that cam ward's been garbage for like five years now yeah, um, except for you know, like first period save percentage or whatever the hell they were. Oh, yeah, I saw they that divided on it up yeah. to make yeah. them not look horrible. <laughs> first period save percentage on the road. Yeah, well, I mean that's yeah. important. I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's the second most important stat in hockey, that other than secondary assists when there's a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're gonna want this guy. Full moon, he is unbelievable. One night a month, he everyone is else is like having a weird time out there. This guy crushes it hard as a rock. Yeah, when it matters Absolutely. most <laughs> they call it they call him lupin in the dressing room there just exceptional go. in the full moon <laughs> we have a clip as yeah well. that was a harry yeah. potter joke yeah and i don't give a fuck yeah. i'll make it I every kinda, time I but i mean it's uh it's, you know it's not like she just plucked that name out of nowhere it does have like wolf in the name oh oh lupin yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course yeah, yeah. oh yeah she yeah she's not <laughs> she's not exactly uh not heavy-handed yes that's for sure um but yeah no i just i loved it i i agree i, I i'm all for coaches just being like they fu- they suck he's They're also played terrible. like nine games yeah but you of, said like, that 63 but that's backup goalies that's that's not, your that's not really that's your job if your other guy is cam ward you want cam ward to play I'm like not 50 say, i'm not saying four of 63 i'm not saying it's smart i'm just <laughs> saying that that is the but that is literally your job as a backup goalie is to not get in a rhythm and find a way to play well when you're called upon to play so I don't feel sympathy for Eddie, 
Um, but I just, yeah, I just if thought the, it was if, hilarious. If that, that was he being got, he said, got so mad. If that was being said about like James Reimer when Reimer came back from concussions a couple years ago, would yeah, except, you be cool with that? Reimer's also? actually good, and Eddie is n- has never really been that good. He was good here. He was okay here. He was good here, and he was, Carolina's terrible, so I wouldn't pin all of their problems. I, on I'm their not either. Thunder. He's obviously looking for a way to deflect the criticism from his own team that has yeah. also been bad. Except he's also criticizing part of his own team. And I mean, yeah, right. you, 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 yeah. It, it's it's valid. Like, if it's like a journalist or a fan or whatever to be like, yeah, 858 is kind of like some 1972 garbage. <laughs> um, like, you, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Eddie Lacks played well, but you're a coach. You're it's, This is your guy. You need to... You need to support him a little bit. Like I remember the beginning of the season with the Leafs, uh, where Babcock stepped in for Freddie Anderson was like, We need to see him see it through. He he we know what he is and I think he'll get through it, but he needs to do it. And I mean that's that's fine. That's just enough criticism to make make it seem like you're aware of the situation and but also still have the guys back, whereas this is just dumping on a guy when his confidence is already shot. Like what does that add? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not saying it adds anything. I'm just saying as a person that I enjoy uh, or like as a thing, like I just enjoy it as a person where I'm just like, yeah, this is great. F- like, it, fuck this guy. It adds color to an otherwise pretty staid and like exactly uh, controlled league. And the I weird guess. part is that from everything I've heard uh, about Bill Peters, he's like a great guy. Like, like you want to play for him, like complete players coach, like whatever. When I worked for Schnarpt, the guy that one of the co-owners of Schnarpt is in the Carolina system, and Bill Peters was the coach of the AHL team when he was there, and he couldn't say enough good things about Bill Peters. So, who knows? You know, I'm not. A, I'm not a player, but in any in any case, I loved it. More of it. Throw it on the show. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a clip as well that we kind do. of speaking is, of angry people yes. saying yeah. regrettable things. Oh man, I love this. Isn't regrettable at all. This is great. Uh, we Jeff, of course, we we like to take a peek at uh, what's going on with John Taffer of Bar Rest. Oh, we're no, no, no. I was going to say we're going to do Zlatan. Oh, yeah, well, we're I doing guess... our clip of the week. Yeah. Oh, we, we probably don't have time for Taffer. Yeah, Tacker. we might, we might have, have to skip s- We might have to save that. Of course, of course. My apologies. That's okay. Uh, but yes, I mean, I, I guess that setup applied to both of them. Well, that's what. Yeah. So I, I thought kinda... like you guys knew where I was going there. No, no, no. no, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you're a soccer guy, so we have something here from uh, from from Zlatan. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And it is great. Yeah, with the elbow situation, I jump, I protect myself. I jump very high, he jumps into me. I think he jumps backwards, and I jump straight up, and uh, unfortunately, he jumps into my elbow, and uh, hopefully he's not injured or something, and the uh, situation happens. I go for the ball, and... Uh, and unlucky, he jumped into my elbow, but nothing on purpose, nothing to to do about now, and hopefully he's not injured. <laughs> well, I mean, Did you see the elbow? No. He, like, it, he like brutally elbowed him on purpose. Oh. Sure. Well, that, well, that in the quote, that just sounds like something Zlatan would do. That's just Oh, man, yeah, I love Zlatan so much. Well, he, got, he got stomped on. Oh, okay, so he, so the, he was the guys, The guy stomped on him, and then... Uh, the ball went out for a corner, and then when they were going in for the corners, Latin just jumped up and like dropped like a stone cold stunner on him. We that have it in a, we have it in GIF form here, Jeff. If you want to take a look, he yeah. gets his head stomped on, and then this is the elbow in question right here. Ooh, jeez, that's uh, 
I like that. That's something. It's like the classic joke defense of like, wow, the body was already dead when I got here. Like, (laughs) if I just put my elbow into the air, if he runs into into it. it. That that was like a macho man Randy Savage-esque flying elbow. Oh, man. I fucking love it. And I love Zlatan has so many good quotes. Like we probably should have used this as an opportunity to play a bunch of them because yeah, I love. So wonderful. I loved the one. Like there's this one interview where he has like four gem. Is quotes. it the one where he's talking about himself in yeah. the third person? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "I am Zlatan," and they're like, "So you scored the goal to tie it up, like two two, and you didn't really celebrate at all." And he's like, "I don't." celebrate goals to tie games and no one is excited about tying a game. <laughs> I celebrate winning goals for me if I need to, but otherwise I do not. And then they're like, Zlatan, we heard you recently got engaged. And then he had this like kind of like shade eating grin on his face and he's like, uh, but like you could tell he's kind of like, don't talk to me about my engagement kind of thing. And the guy's like, oh, we hear you recently got engaged. So uh, what did you get her for an engagement present? And he just looks at the guy like, <laughs> like just so quizzically and he's like, engagement present and the guy's like yeah what did you get her like you got like it was an engagement big event he's like i got her nothing she has latin (laughs) 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 and then he goes that is enough (laughs) the gift of latin oh man yeah he might just be like in terms of on like on field play and then off field uh interviews and stuff like the most entertaining athlete huge character yeah Yeah. huge character i love him yeah uh we got some huge characters in our mailbag we do indeed and we will uh, take a peek right now at the top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Okay, so <laughs> I was going to say uh, one of the huge characters uh, is Jesse Farrar. But he's not in the mailbag. He's not in the mailbag, but a uh, a person we see on the show quite often. John Hendren clocks in with our uh, one hundred point question of the week. And uh, Stefan, you have the uh, you have the tweet there, just because it was you asked a question, then there was a follow up to the question that we should. Uh, yeah. So the question is from from John Hendren. He asked, "Which sport has that?" Someone asked about the uh, combine, the NFL combine, and we had this as a clip of the week last we did, year. Yes, where the player was running. And tripped and fell during the forty, and his dick fell out of his shorts. And you can hear him on like a on a hot mic, being like, "Oh, my dick fell out." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like he had a big, and he had a really the, big. Didn't dick the too. announcer? The announcer was kind of like, oh, "Here comes yeah. uh, Chris Allen uh, running down the." Uh, and oh, okay, yeah. well, um, <laughs> good time for him. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> like. uh, so John asks, which sport has had the most guys' dicks fall out? Uh, and I said flag football. Just based on like the confluence of guys wearing basketball shorts, yep. oh, it's a yeah. pretty casual sport in general. But some guys get a bit too intense, uh, and literally the way to tackle someone is to pull something down right near their waistband. Yeah. So there's so many chances where you know you're gonna pull the flag and it pulls down the entire belt, which pulls down the shorts, or you grab a you grab a hold of the shorts and pull the shorts down. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably. I mean, it's not like a big four sport technically. But uh, that would be, yeah, my choice. Uh, I'm going to go with basketball, if only because 
it seems like that is like the most likely of the big sports. Of the big four. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be hockey, obviously. Yeah. There's way too much stuff going on. Sorry, I just, um, I will talk about flag football. I will interrupt. Okay. Because uh, as a PE teacher, (laughs) occasional PE teacher, I will say flag football is the most awkward sport to play in high school. I was going to say, you've seen some dicks at work? No, not at work. No, no dicks, but just the like, (laughs) the whole like, okay, everyone, like, make sure your flags are on your sides and not like in the front or in the the yeah. back and there's like for sure high school age dudes that take uh disturbing advantage of the fact that the flags are near girls butts and and then also the guys who like purposely put both flags like dangling right in front of their dick and they're like yeah try and get my flag <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, teenagers are the best yeah they're the best and the worst at the same time so yeah i would say it's like Flag football is definitely up there with both pantsing and accidental genital grabbing. Yeah, so that I think you agree with me then. Because you're playing flag football now. Has yeah. anyone has anyone's pants come off yet? No, I fucked my thumb up though because uh, you're supposed to. So the league provides the flags and it's the Velcro ones. Right. But yeah. this one team we we're playing brought their own <clears throat> flags and it's the ones that like pop out. Oh, you've okay, seen those yeah. ones where you yeah. have to pull a bit harder. Right. And so I wasn't ready for it, so I go in to grab it and I like jam my thumb because I'm like I'm expecting to grab it and kind of. You know right. what I mean? But like I grab it and like nothing really happens and I jam my thumb on the guy's ass and like completely bend my thumb back. So like how lame are you if you're uh, like if you're bringing your own flags Dude, to it a was, flag football game? It was game. unreal. It was like, are you serious It's right like now? people that are really into ultimate, I feel. Like ultimate it's, is it's also bel- definitely... It's below that, I would say for sure. In terms of lameness? Oh, 100%. Like bringing your own flags? Yeah. Like custom flags but that's what I, like, Yeah, that's a real ultimate move. I oh, feel. I would say, yeah. But like, I would say ultimate is still above... You know, what bringing I mean? your, your own, own flags, flags yeah, flag that's pretty. Football. That's like, pretty that bad. is like, come, that's like bringing your own nets yeah. to soccer. Because I mean, what do you even need for ultimate other than a frisbee? Yeah, nothing. And wouldn't you? I'm just talking about. Wouldn't lameness. you probably have a frisbee if you played ultimate? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> ultimate is like a lame sport. Yeah. So to no, no, have, I understand. Yeah, okay, gotcha, I understand. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Jeff, do you, what do you think? Most dicks out? Because I, I was my original thought was maybe swimming. You dive into the pool. You got a and speedo then, uh, on. You're just popping nut out. Shorts right up. Yeah, I guess that's. But that's a nut. That's not a dick. No, that's well. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. was the question which is most likely to have which sport has had or had the most, the most had the most. Okay. Yeah. No, I would think the basketball answer makes sense. Like just because, yeah, you you have shorts that are that are gonna get yanked at or or whatever. When well, you're even jumping just, up too, right? Yeah. And yeah. Or even it, or even just players uh, adjusting. Like that was a LeBron thing like yeah. a year right. and a half ago. It yeah, is the we, only I mean, sport. I have definitely not watched that clip like a hundred times. It is the only <laughs> sport in which we've seen that sport's best player's dick come out on live TV. It was like gray too. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah, he definitely had a gray dick. It I guess really once you strange. have four kids, your dick just kind of starts to take on the uh, the appearance of an old oak tree. I would take I would take a gray dick to be LeBron James. Like no oh, question. absolutely, yeah. I would. I would take no dick. I would cut my dick off. Yeah, I would like totally. Right I then, would be like uh, Marilyn Manson in the uh, Dope Show video where I just. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say you'd remove your own rib. Oh no, I mean that's not to, real or true, but yeah. to paint your own dick gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. close inspection. Yeah, down there exactly. Look, look real close. Absolutely. Uh, so that's question number I wa- three. If my dick's gonna be gray, I want it to at least look lifelike. But it's, it's important for the the had element of that question because then I feel that really cements basketball as the winner. Because if you go back, yeah, the, the shorts short, only short, get smaller as you yeah. get further like further back. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that, that works. Because there definitely had to be guys whose dicks were too big for the shorts. Oh, 100%. Like, they'd have to really get tight underwear to keep it all locked in. Yeah. There. Order, like, specialty shorts in for yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah uh, sure. So that's question three. Okay, yeah. Thank question you, uh, number two comes to us from longtime fan of the show, Doug Lorman. And this is a great question worth 200 points. And he asks... Which sport would benefit the most if refs were allowed to open carry and use the stand your ground law? Like, I guess they're talking about like the viewers and the fans. Like, I was going to say, realistically, hockey would make the most sense because the players have weapons already. Right. Right. And we saw the. So Antoine it's kind of like self defense. And, and there's two yeah. teams the in Dennis Florida. Weidman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How dope would that have been if Vermette slashed the linesman? You just pulled out a gun and <laughs> shot him. <laughs> That would have been so dope. We would have dedicated like four consecutive episodes. <laughs> yeah. To it. Oh, we, no would have retired. we would have quit. We would have to. What, could, nothing, what, what else could you talk about after that? that? Yeah. He just casually pulls a gun out and pops a cap in Vermont. Well, I think even just having the gun, like if they just had it on like a holster on their yeah. side and was just like, yeah. You're you gonna, know you're gonna complain. You're going to complain about a call? Or oh, Wes McCauley. Wes McCauley would love to shoot someone oh my for God. sure. Well, he would just yeah. fire it in the air when he's like calling. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, Five minutes for fighting. <laughs> Yosemite Sam style. Yeah. So hockey makes the most sense, I think, in terms of that. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, soccer would be hilarious. Oh, man. You know, some. Yeah, soccer would be great, too. The ref calls the guy over. It's like, oh, is he going to get a yellow card, a red card, or a bullet? We but I mean. Know. I can't really think of like, other than uh, hockey, like which sports have like ref contact. Football, football, all the, all the time. Yeah, you got the umpire in the back there. Guys run into the refs all the time. But not like on. You don't see it on. Not purpo- on purpose. Yeah. No. Boxing, you see occasionally the. Uh, it's not really on purpose, but I. You see occasionally when the guy's like woozy or whatever, right. and he'll come up swinging and just punch the ref. That yeah, that's sometimes. definitely happened. Yeah. yeah, UFC or like I boxing guess there is would, be some a, like would be a good fit. Some contact with officials in much the same way that there's like contact with anyone on the sidelines at any point, really, in a football game. Yeah, like cheerleaders yeah. get destroyed occasionally, right? Yeah. And like they're, they're, cheerleaders aren't packing. <laughs> so I think that actually might be better than hockey. Because like hockey, all of the scenarios we outlined is like a ref responding yeah. to contact that's already happened. Whereas I feel like in football, he'd just see the guy coming towards him, and it'd be like shooting a rhino as it's charging yeah. towards oh him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that for sure. Basketball too. Uh, you could easily see it in basketball. Not that there's a lot of ref contact, but I could. Ju- the players get pretty mad at the re- and the coaches. Well, baseball, the umps. Get, oh, like, baseball on, would be great like too, the, especially oh. with the managers, right? Oh, everything like, would be great. But yeah, like a manager bumps when they get face to face. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like when Brett Laurie threw his helmet and it hit the umpire. Yeah. then he's like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> And baseball, probably, I would say the umpires are the most likely to be good at using guns. Oh, they all yeah. have concealed carry licenses. Yeah, like, like they're no all su- southern dudes. Oh, they all just... have them already. They're just not using them. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good question, though. I like that. Great Thank question. You, Doug. Yep. Uh, question number one is pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah we, this is we, we got to go deep on this, this one. This is very difficult. It's going to be really good, though. Um, so this question comes from Fruits Are Edible with his... His or her, I don't know, to specify to us, please. Fruits are edible. Uh, second number one question in like three weeks. So I, very I tend impressive. to think of fruit as being like a feminine thing. It's a guy, for but sure. But then eating is a man thing. 
Right. <laughs> Men eat hearty. Yeah, oh, that's why, that's I why had it's a, difficult uh, to I, tell. In my Because the fruits, but then the eating part. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense what you said. Um, <laughs> It's like the uh, I in my curling interview series, Magical Question Fun Time, I interviewed the Canadian junior champion, Kristen Streifel, and she, uh, one of the questions She's I asked... name drop much. Yeah, I know, right? It's me and Strife Dog are super tight. Um, <clears throat> I uh, One of the questions I ask every week is, what's a stupid thing that you incorrectly believed was true for a long time? Okay. And hers was that babies were made of food. And she thought, because like, I guess when what? she was younger... You know, someone was pregnant and she asked her mom, like, oh, like, why is their belly so big? Like, did they eat a lot of food? And the mom, like, rather than having the birds and bees conversation was just like, yes, (laughs) they ate a lot of foods. Then she believed it for a while. And then she was like, yeah, and I also believed that gender could be decided by what types of food you ate. So she's like, yeah, like, I thought if you ate, like, lots of fruits and vegetables, it would be a girl. And if you ate, like, lots of hearty foods, it would be a boy. Yeah, so you sense. saying that just yeah. totally reminds me of that. Yeah. I'm, f- I'm fully on board. <laughs> anyway, the question <laughs> itself. Fruits are asks. Asks. Uh, and yes, so we're going to have to go deep. And, and Jeff, I'll let you start off. You can pick our first player because uh, it, it, they ask, uh, you're remaking the Simpsons softball episode with hockey players. Who is in and how do they miss the big game? Maybe we just do the, uh, the forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Or we, why don't we just pick one player each? Yeah, that works too. Yeah, instead of doing the whole team, yeah. we'll just pick one player each that we think would be in the Simpsons softball episode, and who's in and how do they miss the big game? Well, I definitely want Patrick Laine to be the guy who goes full Ken Griffey and gets gigantism. <laughs> that would be incredible. He's kind of already there. Yeah. yeah. He's on his way. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Dustin Bufflin. Oh. oh, yeah, that's good. And There's so many ways you could miss the game. I know. Uh, Most of which involve impaired boating. Yeah. Yeah, he's flipped his boat upside down. Uh, or he just can't fit through the door frame to, <laughs> to like, get into the arena. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a boating accident. Okay. I think. Uh, I'm going to go with Nikolai Goldobin. <laughs> and he was, uh, he's driving his matte black BMW, and he like, he, he, like, parked it somewhere. And it's so, it's, like, really hot out, and he just roasts alive inside the matte black BMW. Okay, so but you realize that like in the Simpsons episode, it was all like good players, right? Oh yeah, okay, but just you know, it was also like you know, it was fun good players too. So I'm gonna can I, can I change my vote. <laughs> I'm gonna go Patrick Kane. Oh, oh god, and I can't god. get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Evgeny Malkin because okay. you have to have like a funny accented player in there because I think the Simpsons had a few Spanish guys, right? Like. I think there was, wasn't there one where the guy like couldn't really speak English and Burns was trying to tell him what was going on and he like didn't understand? Am I, am I wrong on that? Uh, yeah, who was on it? There, there was Conseco, there was uh, Griffey, Sosha. Steve Sachs, Sosha. Uh, Steve Sachs got arrested for murder, I think. Wade Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. I, um, I was going to say, can Kadri be the, the Steve Sachs who just gets <laughs> randomly accused of murder? <laughs> yes, he would be. I thought there was a one Spanish guy. Ozzy Smith, uh, Roger Clemens. No, I don't okay, think there was. I got it wrong. Anyway, I'm picking Evgeny Malkin just because his accent and everything uh, would be funny. And he is, he misses it because uh, Putin uh, comes 
and reclaims him for Russia. He like takes him back to Russia. He's like, so you have some seasons that you skipped out on with the Red Army team. Yeah, exactly. So you got it. You have to come back to Russia with us. So yeah, I'm gonna say that. Okay, we can pick more. That went really fast. Yeah, I thought it was gonna take. Forever. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be a lot harder. Sp- Spizo would be the the Daryl Strawberry for sure. Which just, is just in terms of people chanting his name in the crowd. Right, right. You know, I mean, we don't. We can we can pick our own ways of them missing. It doesn't have to be the Simpsons ways. No, but I mean, if but I know that's who it would be for sure. Yeah, Jeff, your second choice. Well, I, I think Kadri was my second choice. Sarah the sax thing. I don't know. Can we find something to happen to Taves? <laughs> Taves? Uh, oh, yeah. Taves was... Uh, his indoor garden fell on top of him. I, know, I think something <laughs> something really bad happened to him, but it was impossible to measure it. So we can't really, <laughs> really know what it was. No, oh, yeah. He, he had an enlarged heart. Yeah. So he, no had, he had to go to the hospital because yeah. he had an enlarged he heart. Too much heart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good for sure. Um, okay. Uh, Andre Kopitar, and he, he was uh, deported by ICE. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, shit. Somebody called it in to the Staples Center. This guy's just milling about. Uh, okay. I'll I'll ke- I'll keep this real good show themed, and I will pick Austin Matthews. And uh, he doesn't show up because Jackson Playfair has kidnapped him and is attempting to take his place in the game. I was gonna say he uh, he hurt his neck because his hat was too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or his head was just too big for his neck. He like strained his neck. Yeah. Oh, we got, we need a we need a we need a tendy. We don't have a we don't have oh, goal yet. Yeah. Luongo and he missed the game because he's taking a shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And Troy Brower. Oh yeah, definitely. He missed the game because he couldn't find a cup. That yeah, fit. his balls got pinched in his jaw. <laughs> I don't know. How, I know you've been listening to the show for a little while, Jeff, but you might have come on board after we had our expose where Troy Brower has the largest balls. He has huge nuts anatomically in the NHL, yeah. and we have multiple sources that can confirm. Yeah. Okie doke. Yeah. yeah. Just, just in case you're wondering. Good to know. Good to know. Just in case you're wondering what that joke was about, and if you're just ever casually wondering if Troy Brower had huge balls. He does. He does. They're the really balls big. on that guy. Yeah. I mean, it's a real pressing issue. I, I needed to know. The yeah, absolutely. Yeah, his, D, right his D to B ratio is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, we don't know that. Well, I guess he could. He'd, but it sounds but like I guess you'd like have also to have, the balls would look bigger. Yeah, exactly. it sounds like you would yeah. have to have a huge hammer to to mitigate the. Right, but also his balls might look if he has a smaller dick, but the balls could look bigger because of that too. That's possible. Yeah, but I but no 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 but like D to B ratio is like normally you want smaller balls so your dick looks bigger, right? I know, I know. So I'm okay, saying he yeah. might have the reverse. So the opposite, yeah, yeah. B to D ratio. Yeah. He also could have been in the actual Simpsons episode assisting the softball team as the ball boy. I mean, I guess technically. No, he uh, he drank too much Nerve Tonic, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why his nuts are so huge. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just a last minute. This is just a bonus mailbag question from Tom F. Hanna. And he asks, <laughs> hi, Jeff, big Maple Leafs fan here. Why are the Leafs the best franchise in the NHL and nobody else compares? Because we're the center of the universe. It's as simple as that. There you go. There you go, Tom. He's uh, Tom's been a Maple Leafs fan for a long, long time. time. Yeah. Huge Maple Leafs Didn't fan. Didn't just become one like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely not at all. So he's, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you cleared that up. We also have a lot of questions from Canucks Army writers asking who is the most handsome of all the writers. Uh, it's a pretty steep argument over there. Especially when you consider yeah. all three of us wrote for Canucks. Yeah, and especially when you consider that no one that writes for them right now is really that good looking. It's <laughs> tough to compare a bunch <laughs> of fives. Yeah, I mean, I haven't written in like months. So. I'm not talking about you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not counting you at all in that. Uh, this is all this is all the current writers. You know what I mean? Like it's really difficult. Once you start yeah. to get sub five, like how do you how do you divide them up? You know what I mean? We had the really easy uh, just default Drance rule for a while, um, just because he uh, he seemed to really enjoy that. I guess sort of the people who uh, <laughs> what thinking that he was good looking. He's just a handsome man. Is he? Um, Just a handsome man. No, out of. I mean, his uh, wife or future wife is much better looking than she has any business being. I will say that. (laughs) Not her herself, but just that she probably could have chose someone other than Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That's all I'm saying. I just I don't think he's very attractive. And if you've listened to episode eleven of this show or whatever the fuck episode it was, you'll note that he's also very boring. So it's 11 just like and 37. 37. Yeah, we brought him back somehow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think it was 37. Might I, have think, been 35. I think I think Tom Tom's got like a nice a nice vibe to him. He's I charming. Say. Yeah. I would I would marry Tom. All right. Wouldn't you? No. I can't wait to free I Panthers tickets. I'm not into bald dudes. Oh, well. <laughs> to uh to answer the question though, because we had a group of we had a group of these writers who came in. I'm gonna give it to Matt Henderson just because they, they always give him a lot of shit. And uh he's a nice young boy. I will um, say Matt yeah. Henderson is a cute. He's a, like he's got that kind of little cute innocent <laughs> yeah. like I'm 21 kind of vibe. He also yeah, exactly. picked himself to win. So. Yeah. Yes, he did. You're not alone. But he's but not hey, wrong. Hey, but he's using confidence, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not wrong. Exactly. I respect confidence that. is a I would inspired. say that JD would be up there except I actually saw him at the Whitecaps game. We just kind of like walked by each other. Not as good in person. <laughs> good profile pic in person. <laughs> great hair. Yeah, great, great hair. hair. Good hair. His hair, is, hair. His hair yeah. is unreal. Yeah, good hair average everything else yeah i, I mean, like in, I, f- in fairness though <laughs> every single one of them picked themselves to win so they're all i think so so they all tie i guess yeah. Right? yeah who didn't did anyone not pick themselves to no win? no well okay well ryan beach didn't really say anything or he doesn't write for, does he write for him yeah. oh he does yeah, 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 yeah. he's the associate editor behind jd right so he didn't say anything about him being he just said are the leafs actually good but he didn't say anything about being good looking well he didn't have to he the answer is yes by the way <laughs> So that's what I that's what I mean. I, I he like he could be up there, but I've never seen him. Does he have it? Let's get a look at his. Uh, oh, his profile picture is his backs to the camera. So that tells me everything that's, I need to know. No, right that's there. Uh, that's a huge confidence it, move. It is, is it? yeah, yeah. I'd say I'm so. Not sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give it to Matt Henderson for now. I've never seen him in person, but I like the glasses. Yeah, he's got a good. Yeah, he's and he made a kick-ass logo. He's made a lot yeah. of kick-ass yeah. stuff for us. It's so. hard to find Matt Henderson in person. There's like a running thing between all the Canucks Army people where he'll like he'll be like, "I saw you downtown," but I didn't actually say hi. Well, and, and like we've all met him, but this, there's so many times where he'll just see us and be like, "Yeah, there's this." Last time I came in here, it was like 20 minutes after I got into downtown from the airport. He's like, "Yeah, I saw you on Granville," and I'm like, "Cool." Why did you just see me? And not <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll see you soon enough. And then it took like two fucking weeks to get him back outside. Oh my god! Well, and especially because like it's not like you live here. Like yeah. you're only here like once a year. And yeah, he's I'll, like, see, oh, I'll see you next. Year. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually I saw him at the Van, at Van Hack. We hugged. He was a good boy. Okay, and nice. that's why you're here again. Yeah. This year. Well, I'm, I'm in theory, I'm mostly just here to get the fuck away for a bit. Ah, perfect. <laughs> Fair enough. Perfect. Van Hack. That'll yeah. be. That'll be good. That's coming up this weekend. Absolutely. If you're listening to this when the episode A lot drops. of, uh, there'll be a lot of suitors for all the Canucks Army dudes available. in there. Yeah. LOL. You get to meet point. like half the Florida Panthers. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of RGS listeners will be here in town. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll probably have a little, uh, little get together. I mean, I obviously won't attend. But, uh, <laughs> the movers will be there, but we're still waiting on confirmation <laughs> from the Shakers uh, in, in terms of the. Uh, in, 
people who make decisions in the NHL. That's very, yeah, that's a weird thing for Lee Powell to be aggressively attacking Canucks Army, considering, like, half of its former editorial board is now in charge of an NHL yeah. team. Or, like, doing something somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we can move on from the mailbag, I think, to everybody's favorite segment, because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I finally listened to the Come Town live episode. It was uh, just stand-up, mostly. It was, but it's still really, really funny. It was funny. good stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed that quite a bit, especially Adam's story about um, shitting his pants on the train, which was so fucking funny. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would listen to that. that came out like two weeks ago, I yeah. think. But uh, listen to that if you haven't. It's very good. All right. Um, I'm gonna pick a a book. No, okay. I'm in the middle of a book right now, so so saving it for next week. I'm saving it, depending on how it ends. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We'll see how how far we go here, but um, I will recommend. I'm gonna recommend ten minutes of a podcast of another podcast. The Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast with oh, Kevin Owens. This is a great recommendation. I don't recommend listening to the whole episode necessarily, but Steve Austin goes into a biological, anatomical, and physiological description of why the Stone Cold Stunner is a devastating finishing move, even though it's a wrestling move that he himself has executed in thousands of different ways, but he insists that there's one correct way to do it, and he walks Kevin Owens through how the stunner works and why it's a devastating move and it's hilarious because owens used it at yes. the rumble but incorrectly yes i mean the move the... was the same but the setup was yes not exactly yeah and it's as soon as he starts yelling at him about like <laughs> yeah why, why didn't you call me son if you're gonna steal my move yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, i was well, just... some of you might say borrow that move i say steal hijack whatever you want i was howling with laughter oh yeah it was time. so funny and kevin is so funny too because he's in the podcast his like french accent comes out like way more so he's like ah steve i didn't know i did it wrong you know i was just uh trying to use it just i had to pull out the all the stuff and Steve's like, well, son, you stole my move. You hijacked my move. You didn't do it right. You didn't get the, you, you need him to the face. That's not what the move's all about. And then Owen's just <laughs> like, if you're, I mean, I'm kind of nervous about you telling me. Yeah. Why'd you do it in, on the podcast? podcast yeah. When anyone else can hear it. Yeah. And steal it as well. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hugely enjoyable. Specifically the moment where they are talking about the Stone Cold Stunner. Uh, Jeff, would you like to recommend something? Um, you, you know, since there's a lot of like, there's a bit of Canucks Army crossover in our readers. Uh, we finally have a new redesign coming on uh, on Tuesday, which I'm really nice. excited for because our site's like 40 years out of date. <laughs> I don't know how many people here read the site regularly, but it's uh, not mobile friendly. 
It's yeah. uh, not a lot of things friendly. It's it's cardboard like made in 2008, and even even us internally hate it because half the time the site doesn't even work on the back end. But uh, but Tuesday it's gonna look really really nice. Uh, it's running off like the same WordPress as like Sportsnet and CNN and all of them use. We went we went like all in on it, nice. and it's uh, it's it's real pretty. So I'm excited for that. So a brand new redesigned Nations Network. Yeah. So you're plugging your own site, just to be clear. Well, yeah. Well, fine. I mean, I don't own it. I've <laughs> no, I just work there. I know. I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, well, I'm gonna do a repeat here because I not allowed. I know. I'm doing it anyways. Oh, well, yeah. When has that ever stopped? <laughs> because uh, uh, technically, I did recommend this as my one good thing last week. <laughs> also, God. you're doing it two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Yes, Legion. No, again, you can't do it two weeks in a row. That's no, fucking bullshit. I, the fourth episode just, just was rec- just recommend the fourth episode was good enough. Okay. That I feel like it deserves no. It a doesn't. Second it doesn't. Just, re- just recommend Logan and just get that. But out I haven't of the way. seen it I, yet. But you're going to recommend. I it. was going to recommend Get Out because I was supposed to get see out it last really night. Good. Have you seen it? No, it's we didn't really go, so I don't have anything. Fuck's sake! But the fourth episode of Legion was so fucking good. I've never been more disappointed in anything on the show. Strongly endorsing. You can just recommend, but you could recommend. Like any, like our listeners will Anything. know, that but but I just I feel like you could just go Logan. It's a, you know it, it transcends superhero movies. Yeah, it's super anyone powerful. would have believed it. Anyone, that Hugh Jackman, like amazing it. performance. I, I feel stupid recommending Legion well, sometimes, you, though. You should feel like stupid. Like how I described Dude, it on the last episode, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's like a TV show and it's like an X Men show, oh but my it's God. not. Yeah. It's not that. It's, I've heard it's quite. It's good. not what From the description. Not at all. It's a reality show. No, it's local veterans in your community and the bar they drink at. It's not. Like a, I mean, it has action and it has people with mutant powers, but it's like a very much like a exploration of like psychedelics and psychiatrics and the the entire most of the fourth episode took place on the astral plane where Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords uh, lives in the deep subconscious. Uh, just hanging out in a floating ice cube. In, in I'm never gonna watch it. In, some, I think in you're like convincing space. John less now. So if that sounds like a good time to you, and I do say it was a very good time. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, definitely watch Legion. It is so far out there. It is the craziest show on TV right now. It's just so fucking good. Can so I? Uh, can I do a plug? Seconding that recommendation. I do yeah. don't get to do plugs. I'm touring. So I want to I want to plug that. You're gonna plug yourself oh, in the so dome you, after. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm touring Alberta uh, coming up, uh, March 16th to 26th. March 16th to 22nd, I'm in Calgary, and then March 22nd to 26th, I'm in Edmonton or 25th, I'm in Edmonton. So if you live in one of those cities, come check it out. My tour dates are on my like Instagram and and Twitter and stuff. If you want to see specifically where I'm at, but if you live in Alberta. Come out to the shows. It's always a it's always a nice time. So you're recommending that people come see you do stand up comedy? Yeah, of course. Well, this is the plug part. This well, is no, separate well, from. You've never one recommended good that thing. before. It's a plug. <laughs> it's a plug. That's way different. We usually forget to do plugs. Yeah, we forget thing, to do so. it. So I'm actually like, oh shit, I yeah. remembered this time. So yeah, come see me, Calgary and Edmonton. It's a repeat. Doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, I'll head to Alberta this month, like the day before, for like nine hours. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn. Too bad, dude. Yeah. We could have hung out. <laughs> Or I could have pulled a Matt Henderson and been like, hey, man, I saw you in Calgary. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is no one as we record from the Real Good Studios here in Olympic Village. Our intern is the fine folks at SeatGeek promo code REALGOOD. Our guest today 
has been Jeff Vayette. Jeff, thank you so much for doing this. My pleasure. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, I hope you had a good time. Oh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and people can find you on Twitter at Jeffler. Uh, uh, no, at Jeff Vayette. I haven't been Jeffler oh, in really? ages. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He changed it. Well Come on. Way to keep I'm up. A, I'm, Jesus I'm Christ. I mean, I follow you. Just watching Tim I'm Legion. I followed that's what makes you when weird. you were Jeffler. And then you followed me again recently while I wasn't Jeffler. <laughs> Wow, this is yeah. embarrassing for you. Yep. I, it's all, real it's all, tough last seven minutes <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember unfollowing. And I think it was an accident, probably. Uh, who cares? Wow. I, w- I wouldn't follow me, so. I would. <laughs> I do. You, like twice. twice a week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you followed me as many times as Norm Kelly has blocked me. Yeah, okay, there perfect. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. There it's it anti norm. It's balancing out the universe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, if you like the show, please support it. Patreon.com slash Real Good Show. We are going to be doing a lot of extra bonus episodes when the Real Good Baseball Club season starts up. So do look forward to that <coughs> if you are already subscribing. And if you're not, hopefully that might push you into uh, deciding to do that. You can, of course, find us on Twitter. You can find our Facebook group, which is a ton of fun. Uh, and rate and review the show on iTunes. That always helps. And tell your friends. That's the biggest thing. Uh, tell people that you like it if you do. And with that, until next week, I'm Justin Morris. That Stefan Hatch, John Cullen, Jeff Fayette. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Matt Legion. Henderson. No. Oh. I mean, we're. It, I would say equally, we talked about those two things in the True. last like ten minutes. There. True. Uh, Matt Henderson. Uh, Matt Henderson is real good, and Legion probably sucks. So I do want to. I do want to watch Legion, but I think if you recommend it, Fargo if was good. Yeah, but if you recommend it like a third episode in a row, I'm I'm gonna not just watch not it. watch it on principle. So you're you're pushing it. I just I'm the fourth episode was that good that it had I had to do it. No, you didn't. You got lazy, and I don't appreciate. I'm gonna it. recommend you recommending Legion as my one good. <laughs> <laughs> West London alleyways San Pedro's valley's haze Works my mind just like a maze When I see you around No, honey, you are not a kid You know how to keep it in And I know just where you're laying In those buildings downtown In the party's balcony Where you caught up with me You are not through with me Well, I could have guessed Afternoons were losing light December's moon was shining bright That's when that you thought you For the best We was in Vancouver town The town that I finally let you down You was in some evening gown I was wearing jeans 
Sometimes we run alongside each other Sometimes, babe, it's like there's no other Sometimes we make horrible lovers Sometimes we're just mean The way you kiss my unshaven face Disappeared without a trace Maybe I'll get my own little place Overlooking the ocean Pacific Northwest on a southbound train Buffalo clouds hanging above the plains Some say I'm different, some say I'm the same Some say I go through emotions But something did change inside of me Change something in the way I see See those shadows hanging on the street Can I maneuver time? I'm only leaving cause I can't stay. I always loved you and I, I never paid. I hear that even in LA. It's Vancouver time. Unfortunately, he jumps into my elbow. 